1: My brother, my brother, mean advice show for the modern era. I am your oldest brother, Justin McElroy.
2: I'm your middleest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm your babyest baby brother, Griffin McElroy, and the last person on the podcast, the third and final person that's like on the show, that's going to introduce themselves, and like you're just going to find yourself in familiar territory because like you're like, oh, I know these three guys, and then that's it. I say thee nay, Griffin. Oh my! Whoa!
0: Oh my dad!
2: Oh, oh my dad indeed, pal.
1: Um, I got to pot down dad's audio. This man has has some pipes on him. Yeah, sorry. We got a
2: radio professional. It is my
1: profession, He gentlemen. has
2: a shouting problem. I drink a dad, Clarnton McElroy.
1: That is me. Um, if you uh, have heard us riffing over the years, uh, that is basically. What our childhood was like with our dad, except every once in a while, dad would chime in,
3: "Shut the hell up!
2: Shut your mm-hmm. little, Stop little boy!" Finley farting now. around back there, you hat-wearing geeker boys. <laughs> you may oh, have heard boy. some great stories about our father from time to time. Dad, I guess I'll go ahead and reveal that. Yeah, we did tell the story of the time where you used a maxi pad as a giant band aid for your uh, sliced open that.
0: butt. Heard that episode, <laughs> heard that episode. Did yeah. we talk
2: about the time he got hit by a catering truck, but just the <laughs> mirror?
0: Heard that episode, yeah. That was a good yeah.
2: one. Freebasing kitty litter, that's a good story. That God. was, yeah. I hey, Dad, can episode. I ask you a quick question before we start? Sure. How, are well, you yeah. still, how are you still alive? <laughs> how have you not bled to death or like, like breathed in so many
0: toxic fumes that you just like your body stopped? I'm just too mean to die, but yeah. I got too much to do. I, I mean, I don't want your listener base to be cut in half by me dying. Jacob keeps bringing him back. Yeah,
3: I still have work for him to do. God. No, one, Jacob.
1: One time, Dad tried to work out, and he was so unaccustomed to it they dropped a
3: weight on his foot and broke his toe. We were on no, vacation at the, the front, front of the line. It was yeah. my foot.
0: I broke my foot, and we ended up spending the night at the Worcester, Ohio, hospital which is like a barn. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a horse like
2: that, hospital what? for horses.
0: It is a horse hospital. That's where
3: our Lester. infatuation began. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Griffin. Do you mean a hospital? A horse hospital. A horse <laughs> so Sorry, like I'm, a, I'm drinking water.
1: First off, I should say thank you so unless you're a fucking pirate. Thank you so much for uh, uh, donating to the Maximum Fun Network. You help keep all of our great programs alive and kicking, even this one. Uh, and as a result, you get to hear our favorite person, our dad, uh, help us. Whoa, find who, you. whoa hey. who is going
2: to be, I would say, too old to work really soon now. And then it's going to be specifically your funds that I we use for you. to keep him I've
0: up. been too old to work for five years. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Obama.
2: Yeah, good job, Obamacare. Thanks, Obama. Um, Our dad is staunchly conservative. We should point out before we, we start, and then let's Dad's okay, really, let's go ahead and start the show.
1: That's fine. That's fine. Spin it. Oh yeah, that hates Obama. Talk about uh, guns.
2: <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, dad loves guns. though. That's a good. Hey
0: man, I think you're confusing me with my brother Mark. Oh, right, I think right. you, you're mixing. The, Dad's the brother Mark loves the guns.
1: Hi Nani. Hi Nani. I love listening. you. This is the first episode she's liked. She's listened to all of it. Like finally, some talent. Getting my okay. brand
2: recognition.
1: Here's some questions. Let's just help people, because that's what we're here to do. We have a lot of questions here. I don't think we're going to get through all of them, because honestly, Dad and I are in pretty close quarters, and I'm just not sure I'm going to be able to sustain much
2: Can you paint a picture for me?
1: Uh, Dad is sitting, sort of splayed leg, Uh to fit both of us at the desk, but for some reason, his... Situation is like a, it is almost like on display. He's peacocking. Is he got shorts? I would say, is he wearing shorts?
3: <laughs> Why do you hop up on a knee? Just hop
1: up on a knee, Justin. I just, it, it would be more comfortable. They sit on his knee right now. All right, I'll
0: switch. Her. I can move around. No, let's out. No, listen,
3: I don't, don't, don't I, move I don't I your situation you. around. You leave dad, your situation right I don't want to threaten
1: you, dad. They're just jokes.
0: Okay, it's just that? a comedy show. Better?
1: Jesus Christ,
0: you promised you wouldn't do this. And Justin's sitting there in these boxer shorts, and you're accusing me. Of display. Justin, ha- okay. Justin
2: has to do that. Justin yeah. has oh. to do that. To, a, to be a funny, issue. It's, a, it's a medical. It's He's
0: prescription. spilling
3: them. juice on his pants.
0: I'm just glad to hear Travis's voice. It's really, hey, did you ever m- marry that nice Teresa girl? <laughs> no, not yet. I haven't heard from <laughs> you in so long. I mean, it's, it's literally been so hey, long. Yeah. Hey,
3: legally, yes. legally, I can't speak to you more than once a year on bonus episodes, so. <laughs> wow, you've already violated that twice this year. Burn. Great. All right. Burn. That wasn't
2: me, actually. <laughs> well, welcome to the guilt cast. Why did you pay somebody to call our dad, Travis? This is dad. You're listening you. to a new podcast called Dad Blast, where dad puts you on blast. <laughs> you That's on the, Dad Blast. Dad Next blast. That's his catchphrase. Dad Blast, dude. Dad puts everybody on blast. Tonight. Calls Travis out uh, on
1: shit. Okay, here we go. Long time listener, first time email writer. I'm a dude doesn't get to go on a lot of dates but recently i got talking to a nice girl on a dating site we really seem to hit it off (laughs) dad's already laughing at this guy pull the record already this guy's already blasting fools
0: (laughs) (laughs) this guy's been pre blasting brace yourself son
1: (laughs) so we met up this weekend and had what i thought and she said was a really great time at the end of the day we kissed and made some preliminary this is like more information than i need later on when he was on the train home, uh, she sent a text saying that although she had a great time, she didn't feel anything and we should just be friends. I well, <laughs> wait to get that off, huh? My question is, was this something I did wrong? Or is this something that happens on dates from time to time? That's from b- Bemused in Bristol. Uh... Let's give Dad first crack at these Dad, because, take a swing.
0: Okay, yeah, you did something wrong. Which was? <laughs> You went on the dating site. Uh, Oh, listen to this Luddite. And thought you really hit it off. In this day and age old man, everybody meets each other on the internet. It doesn't matter how you meet, but if you hit it right off like that, and you go on a date where you think you're having a blast. They kissed how he got that smooch. They kissed. He got got a smooch coupon. And they made some preliminary plans to meet up again. Yeah. What do you you think dates are? You, you think I that th- a maypole has
2: to be involved in order for it to count? <laughs> Did oh, okay. she
0: chase you down and tag you on the shoulder? It was a little bit of a Sadie Hawkins day chase, yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, and I dragged her back to my cave. There you and, go. Uh, yeah. So here's now, the thing. I think. Wait, the... wait, let me... F- I
1: want to hear my dad's advice. I hear your dumb advice all the time.
0: Fair point. I, uh, I think that if you had to take a train to go on a date, um, then you show great... Strength of will, you, know, you show great okay. dedication. You know that and you have much more money. He's talking about like a
2: metro <laughs> inner city train. This guy well, how do catch you know the that? fucking Cardinal Northwest from Columbus you know to Chicago.
0: <laughs> how do you know that? He's in Bristol. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, he probably had really crummy teeth, right? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh, pa- do you have people that listen in England? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. We well,
3: used to. Okay. <laughs> well, uh,
0: he got on the I train for nine
3: and three
2: quarters. He wrote right, the me, Hogwarts. Okay. He got a date. Here, I will actually, you know what? I don't know if you guys remember this. This actually happened to me in my very, very brief uh, time of online dating in, in the barren wastelands of Chicago. Uh, I think it's just the thing that happens with online dating and that like it gets a little it gets a little real for some people from time to time and they just have to like do a quick do a quick cut. Do yeah, quick I dip. think
1: that she probably did you a favor. If she didn't see a future there, I mean uh, I joked about it being a little fast, but you know, if she didn't see a future there, she was probably doing you a kindness by by sort of cutting things off at the head. In the long run, I'm sure it didn't feel like that in the moment. The only thing that's kind of give me pause is the kissing.
2: No, that I mean I li- literally that's exactly what happened. Like I I just feel like it's either it could be like this person's just thinking like how how am I going to get out of this thing? Oh, I know if I'll kiss him I can bail. Or it's like, Yeah, let's just give this a shot cuz I found you on the internet and I'll never see you again." So, uh, that was bad too. Okay, later. Or there's the possibility that the kiss happened
3: and she it was there was nothing. Like it was just like, "Oh, that was there was no there that's, physical. There was, sp- that's no the spark. thing
1: that's weird to me. And dad, tell me if I am reading this wrong, but it feels like to me that if you got to a point where you are gonna kiss somebody, the jury was still maybe in the deliberation room, and
0: as soon as you were done kissing, the
1: foreman was like, "We have we, we decision.
2: It. <laughs> it is unanimous."
0: But I have to be very careful how I answer this, so I you, you do guys don't get creeped out by by my answer. Now talk like, about
2: kissing girls, daddy.
0: Yeah. All right. All right. I'll tell you. First of all, I can't take off my headphones. Carol, help me. Carol told me. Oh Jesus!
2: No. Wait. Hold on. Wait. I rethought it. Go. If I
0: hadn't kissed her at the end of our first date, Mm -hmm. she wasn't sure if she was ready to have a a lasting relationship Mm -hmm. with me. So I saved it with the kiss. Mm -hmm. Now what I'm. Let me tell you what happens when you are talking to somebody online and you go through the computer dating thing. Oh, it's God, a pretty delicious. cool phenomenon the fact that you get to know somebody, right? their insides, their thought processes, you get to know their sense of humor, you get to know their personality and all the things that really should matter in a relationship, you discover when you're online dating. I think it's a great way to to get to know somebody and get to know the real them. But then the 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 pedal goes to the metal, the rubber hits the road, you meet him in person and it's one thing to say, oh, there's one chemistry, but I believe in my years of experience that what happened was the minute he got off that train and she took a look at him, she thought, oh, God, all I got to do is survive one dinner, maybe give this guy one kiss. So
2: basically what our dad is saying is that you're super ugly, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> oh, she looked at his picture, like she
1: knows a well, I, I don't think he meant, I don't think he means a literal like look at this guy's f- face. Well, you're she focusing means she read on
0: the situation. you're focusing on the kissed part. I was focusing more on the made some preliminary plans to meet up again. yeah, what okay? if if she really meant that, then, she really enjoyed his yeah. company. She really liked the date, I, so she I really, plans I,
2: to meet again. I, this is specifically an online thing, though, because like if you're in college and you're in a class with someone and you make plans to have a date, and then you go on a date and you kiss and you make plans to hang out afterwards, you don't break that off in a text five minutes later. If it's online and you're in a big enough city, then you can just th- toss that fish right back in the old river and you're probably not going to run into him again. See, this is why I'm saying that she did you a favor because she could have just not...
3: She could have made the preliminary plans and then never spoken with you. you just again. went ghost. And,
0: and she could have also let you at least have the evening to revel in the <laughs> day. No, she saved you, friend.
3: No. Because you, didn't, you, didn't make, you didn't make any brain investment in it. It this was like just very... as you're starting to go, I'm going to see her again and maybe it'll. Wait. Text. Right, but is it oh, kinder, no, cool. that's a
1: good, very good question. Is it kinder give him a night? It, give him the night to, to, to give him the charlie. Give him the night. Give yeah. him the Charlie bucket. Give one him one the night night to go,
0: go back to his buddies. <laughs> curl up dude, the, curl up in the Papa. Totally won this girl. Curl up in the yeah. papasan
2: chair, grab and then go back the Whisters. next day.
3: Dudes, I didn't <laughs>
2: uh, listen,
1: <laughs> listen, dudes, I have a a dude update for you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> this just
1: in. Uh Griffin, how about a Yahoo?
2: Yeah, sure. Uh I have a Yahoo. And it was sent in by Rosa Marney. Thanks, Rosa. It's by Yahoo Answers user The Best Rights Money Can Buy, mm-hmm. who asks, is it okay to order from the kids' menu at casual restaurants, even when it says under 12? How casual? I, I usually... That's super cash. I usually have a small appetite. My eyes are bigger than my stomach, and my general taste for food is what little kids eat. Mac and cheese, french fries, <laughs> chicken fingers. Uh, also, my name is Justin McElroy. <laughs> Uh, normal portion sizes at restaurants like Friendly's are usually just too big.
1: Uh-huh. I was- I was eating a giant- I had a, a giant bag of vegetables and I was eating them, and Sydney asked me what I was doing, I said, well, I love vegetables. And she found the one piece of broccoli that was in there. She's like, oh, really? Maybe you'll want to eat this then. I was like, yeah, I'll love it, I'll eat it. And I ate it, and it took me five minutes to eat it, and then I finally choked it down, and Cindy said, "I know that hurt you, but think about how many cookie points you just earned. You, you yeah,
2: got. broccoli is actually. I, worse. I don't
1: tell that story because it's particularly amusing or uh, or, or uh, uh, germane to the topic. But I did want my cookie point total to be
2: updated. Uh, you're you are getting up there right now. You have saved up. You have banked like hundreds of cookie points at this point. You could go to Subway, swap and- them in for the Huffy mountain bike. You can." <laughs>
0: Or, or go for what's behind curtain number two. It's cookies. Ooh, cookies. It's cookies. <laughs> you used to eat trees all the time. Yeah. You used to love
1: broccoli. It, well, cooked broccoli I can still get down on.
2: Oh, wait, hold, oh, hold up. Hold the fucking phone. Rubbish. Are we talking about rock-rockery right now? <laughs> raw, raw broccoli. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well,
1: raw broccoli. She was basically daring me. She was calling me
2: on my BS. Yeah, no. How, how we I don't play vegetables. that? That's that's. The, do you want a vegetable but grisly? Like, no, I don't want a grisly mm. vegetable. Sometimes
3: I do like a vegetable that I feel like I'm wrestling with, and I gotta like take it down. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I just eat like dry. But I don't dip it in nothing. I just stare it deep in the. Did eyes you get to, like even to even dip it, it
1: Justin? Are we talking about? No, no you- dip. I went bareback. Oh, uh, you
3: went. With- <laughs> <laughs> you took it raw. <laughs> Yeah, uh, anyway. raw
1: in more ways than one. Uh, dad, you know, one of Dad's favorite, ve- and I promise we'll answer this question soon, but one of Dad's favorite vegetables is edamame. Uh, dad, do you remember the first time you uh, had that delicious? Yeah, drink? went
0: up to New York. I was working for Premier Network. Th- now, Networks. listen, this is a long time ago.
1: This yeah, is two 2006. This is before the edamame craze, but and, go on. And,
0: yeah, this is before electricity and everything. Went up to cover the Tony Awards for the Premier Network, and so everybody got together to have uh, something to eat. And a trendy New York restaurant, which apparently only had the letter E for a name. Mm-hmm. So they said, have you ever had edamame? And I said, no. So there's like 15 people around the table. So they ordered all these appetizers, and they brought me this this, this thing, edamame. And I took the bowl, and I started eating them. And I said, well, oh, you know, it's pretty good, they're a little tough. But, uh, you know, they're not bad. Oh, so you finally, dumb. So did? Okay, go <laughs> yes. ahead. Yes. So finally, one of them looked over and said, why didn't you try the edamame? I said, I ate every one of them. They said, then where are the pods? Yeah. I said, oh. So, of course, the guy from West Virginia. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, oh, no, but you could have... Dad, you should have
2: flipped that on him, like... No, that's Appa- that's sage Appalachian wisdom. Is you, you it's <laughs> all where, the nutrients, the and nutrients the and the fibers. You
1: probably do flavors. get a big fiber hit from that. I would imagine. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, I got a big fiber <laughs> hit from oh, that. Crack. Yeah, punch <laughs> it out.
1: Uh, I I think that uh, a lot of times the one thing the good thing about the kids menu is that the portions are a lot more reasonable. They are. Yeah. I go to I go to a fast casual. Uh, dining experience and a, a lot of the times that I, I'll get a portion that's far too large for me to enjoy You know, I I don't need seven honey chicken
2: tenders and uh Okay, uh, see that's not real. Hundred. That is the real issue is that you're already getting kids food Even if it comes in adult ass portions It's still food for kids
3: typically. No one has ever said I don't know if I want um, the sugar encrusted flame or the mac and cheese. Sugar encrusted
2: decide. filet ming, I
3: couldn't, huh? I panicked.
2: That was your adult food? I mm. panicked. Mm. <laughs> filet meat, I'm sorry, I I eat raw meat. That's an adult cut of beef. What can we put on there to keep it adult? Skittles? Let's brule it? Cheerios?
3: I'll take the cinnamon toast encrusted <laughs> filet of
2: salmon, please. That'd be good as shit though, I bet. I would eat that a lot. Oh, you uh, encrusted cheese its man. Cheese-encrusted
3: fish, so good. By the way, I have actually
1: definitely had this conversation with myself before. A lot of fancy places have mac and cheese for adults. Yeah. Grown-up mac and cheese. Yeah. For adults. You could put all kinds of stuff in it. Exactly, Dad.
3: All you have to do is not use the elbow noodles, and bam, it's adult. Like, yes, if it's fancy. With like, yeah. spiral noodles, you're welcome. adult.
2: Yeah. That's a good point, Travis. Can Can you make anything out of elbow macaroni that's like... I think that it has become conflated with uh, with children's art, and I don't think that you can mature that up. Even if you put it in like a pork belly slider with elbow macaroni's.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I feel the same way about Teenage Ninja Turtle spaghetti as you try to elevate. Try to try. No, that's actually
3: adult because if you have a can of that, it's old enough to drink at this point. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, not don't drink that can. Don't definitely.
1: You definitely can't do this, right? Like, if it specifically says you twelve, run and under, the ri- You
3: run such a high risk, low reward situation of the waiter being like, I-, "I can't bring that to you." I mean, it's I know
1: for
0: we, people that are twelve and under, I know yeah, we, that that's too big of a downside yeah, to risk.
1: Yeah, the the risk risk valuation there doesn't doesn't work. We, out. Is this the same guy that went on the date with the girl that he thought went <laughs> so
2: well, and he got know, so bummed out? That. Listen, man, I'm having a really fucking hard night. Can you just do me a solid and not put me on blast, Clint? <laughs> hey.
3: <laughs> You're being
2: kind of a Clint McElroy right now.
1: I'm a college student living in a rental house with three of my friends. Being the only housemate that has a car, I drive everyone anywhere they need to go. While I don't mind driving them, I have a very busy schedule between classes and two jobs. On top of this, gas is expensive! Would it be rude be to ask Yoda. my ha- would it be rude to a- ask my housemates for financial compensation of some sort? We don't live that far from the college, but considering how often I have to drive them there, as well as other places, plus the time it takes out of my day, it doesn't really seem fair to get nothing but a thank you about once a month. Should I just be a good friend, or is it okay to ask them to chip in? That's from Conflicted about compensation. There is. I... Sorry, Trav, you go ahead.
3: I was going to say, there's a factor that you're not saying are they riding with you to places you're already going like if you're going to class are they
2: catching a ride with you you know that's a good point especially if you live in the same like i i got rides to to high school because our high school is like a mile up the interstate for some reason and impossible to walk to without being killed um so i got rides to high school but we would and when i say we i mean mom and dad would would give the person money because they were coming out of their way to come to our place to collect the griffin to take him to education town <laughs> collect, uh, the collect, collect the griffin collect the griffin enchant the sword you are the hero uh <laughs> if you live in the same house and you're
0: going to the college you're going to go to anyway i think you shouldn't i think i don't think that applies to this guy though i think between college and two jobs and mm-hmm. then he talks about going out of his way and going other places. I, mm-hmm. I get the feeling he said, hey, Bob, I really want to go down to, you know, Ponderosa. Run me down there. Yeah, he says everywhere,
1: everyone anywhere they want to go. True. Anywhere they need to go. So I think he's definitely going out of his way. Uh, I, I, I sort of feel like the question here is whether or not you need the money. Because if you don't need the money, you are you are earning a very valuable currency. True. And that is that is like vouchers. This is know, a strong
3: like, barter scenario.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. When you move or something, the thing is you can never stop being friends with these yep. people because that just goes right
2: you're wrong. You're gonna wrong. wanna, you're going to want to stop being friends with these people after driving them around uh, Al Gratin. what's the, what is the, What's the actual term? (laughs) No, you're
0: right. It's all grotten because you drive them around then you melt cheese on their heads Well,
2: here's the
3: question is like is there something they're doing that maybe you're not like? Does one of them cook dinner every night? Does one of them do the bulk of the household chores? Because it's easy for you to look at it and go, I do everything for these people.
2: Are we and maybe they're thinking the same thing? Are we collectively Whoa. writing young adult fiction right now? Did any of you ever know anybody in college that was like, Thanks to the Radma my man, I made you this adult mac and cheese? Like, no, everyone in college is kind of rude.
3: There it is. No, I here's to- the thing though. I, like I didn't have a car in college until senior year and Brent drove me pretty much everywhere. But if it was out of his way, like if he, I took the bus, you know, I rode a bike. It was like the only time I caught rides with him was if we were going to the same party. If we were going, you know, into class, I would go in early whenever he was going. And if he didn't have class that day, I'd catch the bus because like I would have felt so shitty being like, "Hey, stop watching TV and drive me to college and then drive yourself home and then how about 6 hours from now you come pick me up." Like that's it seems like such a shitty
0: move.
2: Yeah, the shittiest.
0: All right, but here's what you're doing. You're laying in good karma. I had three roommates my senior year at Marshall. Lee, Rick, and John. John was a complete and total Dork Bucket. Is that and why so, we don't hear about... I've no. never no. heard about John. John. You don't How hear we, about Uncle John very often. No. But he was he a... Com- Rick, I know by name. He was a D-bag. So, I mean, by the time we were two weeks into the semester, we knew he was a D-bag. We Dad, basically please, cut please him dork out of things. Can, dork Bucket, not D-bag. Be, uh, dork Bucket, right. <laughs> and so I... And this, ironically, I, of course, I've stayed in touch with Lee and Rick and we've been buds ever since. Never had said another word to John. I found out just today that John went off (laughs) and made $17 million for a company and ended up extremely rich, extremely powerful. Uncle John! Yes, of course. I love Uncle John. Oh, yeah. Patron of the podcasting arts, Uncle John and he is dead. Oh. So uh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs>
3: yeah. Dad.
0: Hey. Well, I can't capitalize on all that money and I can't go, "Hey, remember all
3: that fun we used to have?" Oh, have so, you been to the will reading? Is my, it possible you said to my how, favorite roommate? Can we all I I sadly up? become disconnected from.
0: No chance. That was very selfish of John to pass that away was. like that after I put up with him for 8 days. Uh uh
1: okay. <laughs> what is the appropriate response when some I'm sorry, I'm real broken off about John. What is the appropriate response when someone is telling you a joke that you've heard before? Do you sit through it and pretend to have no prior knowledge, like opening a Christmas present that you already saw in your parents' closet, or do you just interrupt halfway through and blurt out the punchline? Burn the friend and move away. Well, That's from Reed Carpenter.
2: Do you mean like <sighs> actually in inflammate your friend? <laughs> I don't think they mean literally Griffin.
1: Okay. It is a good way to get out of hearing the rest of the jokes. <laughs> I'd love, uh, I'd love to hear the rest, but oh god, your sleeve! <laughs>
2: um, you just sit. Th- this is ba- this is basics, isn't it? You sit and you take it. And you, oh. what, do you, what do you lose? What do you lose from listening to a joke? I mean, no, before, this is this is actually um, this is high risk, I guess. Like. Mandatory reward because if the person finds out that you have in fact heard that joke before, they're gonna be so embarrassed. How? <laughs> well, maybe you on? listen
3: all
0: the way through the joke and then just stone face go,
3: "I've heard it."
2: I've heard that one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Good try. Good. Try, I spent Steve. your. I spent all your childhoods. All I did was teach you about humor. Come on, give me back some of it. Give me some wisdom here. You're you're on the right track. You uh, spit in on. their face. No, 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 no. Listen, I also grew up with your Uncle Dave, who is a master joke teller. But he only knows two jokes. But there's only seven jokes, just variations on seven jokes. There are basically seven joke forms. And if you've heard any of those seven joke forms, you've heard all the jokes. Mm. You smile, you laugh politely, and you don't ever tell them, yeah, I heard that one.
2: Yeah. No, you he's got – but well, he swaps – he tries to keep things
0: fresh. He swaps in certain variables. Like, Well, that's what's so great about Uncle Dave. He tells it like it's a real story, and that's how he, he fools most of the people. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dad, are, you've
3: made an excellent point, because here's the beauty of it. No one ever tells the same joke the same way. No. So you, you might have heard the joke before, but maybe your friend use, has a different word choice in the punchline that
0: makes it funnier than you've ever heard it before. That's why you don't laugh at joke books. I mean, you look at them and go, oh, okay. You can admire a joke in a joke book, but it's you the telling. Joke in joke you book. can eat a joke in a joke book. You can eat a joke in a joke book. You know, if worse comes to worse. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> if, if
3: you're pushed to it.
2: Unless that book is written by Dave Barry, and then it's all, uh, cover to cover jokes, laughs, enjoyment, well, he, and laughter every time that you read it every day. He's above the line. I mean, uh, he's yeah. He's you guys American knew that. Like, Thought I dedicate four hours of every day of my <laughs> life to reading the same Dave Barry joke book over and over again.
1: In much the same way that many begin their way by uh, their day by meditating on some of the writings of the Stoic philosophers,
2: Griffin. Yeah, I have a special bell that I ring.
3: Here's the thing. <laughs> The, the beauty is that you get so much in return I think because you let the person finish the joke and then you get to say well have you heard this one and then you get to tell a joke and then they get to tell a joke and maybe you'll hear a joke you haven't heard before the number of times I've had like joke telling tete-a-tete with some of my friends and learn new jokes in the midst of jokes I've heard a dozen times but I mean that's
2: Does does this ever happen? The scenario that you just described of like, hey guys, let's all tell jokes to
0: each other. Well, It actually does a lot, Griffin. Really? Yeah. I really and truly can't think. I know one or two people who say, I got a great joke to tell you. And they always tell a joke. Your barber? I can't can't remember the last time that, that I was sitting around and... Started swapping Let's jokes tell some ghost stories. Guys guys. Don't
3: hang out with enough hipsters because it's not about good jokes, it's about shitty jokes. That's um, a choice. Mark, it's my saying, words, this are, joke
1: is awful. Listen, jokes are the crutch of the common man. My <laughs> yep. life is my joke.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it's true. <laughs> oh, um, no. Here's what I will say if you ever wait until the punchline and then do it, Oh. oh, that's the oh,
3: worst. No. Don't don't like in sync the punchline.
2: <laughs> what?
3: Like say the punchline at the same time that they said. Not, like, oh, saying they they bomb, they
0: bomb. oh my yeah. god.
1: Uh-uh. You should be putting the gulag for that. <laughs> Do you guys want to Yahoo? Uh yeah. Can I just say it's kind of, it kinda of bummed me out that we're not like doing the money zone because that's like the one part of the show I like because we get money from it. We're not you even dad. Give money Justin,
2: from it we can make up some shit. Dad, give Justin what? some money out of your wallet right now.
1: <laughs> I only like the times <laughs> when I get money out of the
2: show. Here, okay, how tell about this, Yahoo Justin or whatever. Justin, you just got yeah. fifty bonus cookie points
0: just for being a good boy today.
1: Oh, that's all right then. That's
2: fine.
0: Um, so I don't get to talk about the nipple clamps and stuff that you guys talk yet. about every If day. you want yeah, to, That's right. Right. that sounds
3: that like... outside of the recording. Okay.
1: okay. <laughs> Actually, if you say one more word about it, then they're going to owe us $100. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a swear jar. It's the dad-discussing-upsetting-ideas jar. Um, this, uh, this Yahoo was sent in by Drew Davenport, Emerald member. Thank you, Drew. It's by Yahoo Answers user... Oh, Jesus. Virgos are arrogant. How do I know? Because I am... Oh, I guess they ran out of room... <laughs> with their dumb shit. Uh, who asks? Is 15 years old a good age to attend a WWE wrestling school? I mean, uh, if I'm what, trying to become if I'm trying to become a WWE wrestler, how should I prep for it? Am I at the right age to uh, attend a pro wrestling school? I do admit that I only brought this question up. So now that we have Dad on the show, we can talk about that time that Travis did wrestling. Wow.
3: Hi, Griffin, I'm sorry. I don't know that you ever attended any of my meets. It's two completely different wrestling styles. I wasn't like wrestling and getting up on the turnstile and saying like, do you smell what this skinny 12-year-old is cooking?
2: <laughs> you were the skinniest. Daddy, why did you, what was the, I know you wanted all of us to sports and we sported, we did some sportsing. But okay. what was the what was the idea behind? Did, I imagine Travis, this was your idea, and then Dad, you signed off on it because you had to. Yeah. Well, no, I didn't have to, but I. He no, told I mean, me you legally to had to because your child could be broken in a very critical way.
0: Well, this was you know twenty some years ago, Bud. So uh, no, I didn't have to do anything. <laughs> we were a lot looser back then in sure. our child. Grapple
2: my child. Yeah, sure. Grapple him. Grapple him good. <laughs> he,
0: wanted, he, he wanted to do it. And so the uh, I always had one rule whenever you guys took on anything. N- never cared if you won or lost. I Just once you start a commitment to something, I wouldn't let you quit.
3: Well, now, I mean, I, I, did. Kind of I did. I will I did. remind you that I believe I quit soccer. And I did. I days.
2: quit football. What are you talking about? No, you didn't quit football. Shit, you yeah, I yeah, quit football. football. I was six years old and they're like, Griffin, you're a running back. Like, great, I'm going uh, to eat grass you quit playing <laughs>
0: you, but came you
1: didn't
2: quit football I I
1: actually was in uh, I, I got into football which was actually unlike the other like kids sports I got into football in middle school and it is genuinely hard
3: <laughs> like football I don't know if you guys know this sports is difficult sports is difficult and
1: I actually started playing football. Uh, the, it, I mean, this is middle school football. So some of these kids had, like, begun to to, to mature yeah. in the people that could hit you. I started playing football, and I did not know, I swear to God, did not know the rules of football. Nor did I.
2: <laughs> Nor the did position that six-year-old. I played was... I was playing against, uh, like, 9-year-olds in this fucked-up league where everybody else was 9 and 10 and 11 and 28 years old with, like, full-grown adult <laughs> genitalia. They hadn't eaten or looked at elbow macaroni in decades. Yeah.
1: They made me the center, and in the in our league, the center didn't snap the ball, so the only thing I was responsible for was hitting the man in front of Terrific. me. Terrific. That
0: was the only thing I knew I needed to do was run into that guy. Well, let me just say in my defense, we all thought that the coaches were, like, teaching you the game of football. No. no but no, they no, didn't. No, no. no, they didn't. T- they t- taught me how to take a hit and fall down. I mean, and you did that very, very He stays well, down. I he learned that. his lesson. But with the, with the wrestling, that's something Travis wanted to do. And, God knows why. And, well... And tell him, tell him your record. It was zero, zero, zero across the board. I believe. Well, uh, <laughs> there were losses. Actually, in there. you had one win. Oh, because hey. the kid had
3: the flu. That's right. No,
0: you, you. Well, <laughs> he turned he may,
3: blue halfway through. He if did I remember correctly.
0: Travis did win a match, um, and but did not quit. Finished the season. I tried to. Tried to. Clinton would not let me. I would not let him.
3: But I he tried did violently. finish.
0: But, uh, yeah, it's just, it's very similar to Travis's baseball career. Yeah. So, but he enjoyed doing it. And so, baseball was
3: different because very rarely did a sweaty gentleman rub my face <laughs> in the ground
0: <laughs> with full genitalia. So, right, baseball, I, gotcha. I
3: disliked um, on a different level. Um, wrestling, I just like. <laughs> Sport, where no- It was like, it was organized bullying, <laughs> which was great.
0: Yeah. And you School didn't get. endorsed bullying. <laughs> you got snow cones after baseball. Yeah, you got and no snow after wrestling. I could spend a lot of time just sitting down. Yeah, yeah. You
2: got cauliflower ear from wrestling, which is not quite yeah. as savory. I did get checked for
3: ringworm in baseball.
2: Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, what a great time in your
0: life that was,
1: Dad! <laughs> did you realize that we weren't going to be good at sports?
3: Oh yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. I think it was the time you all three were playing football at the same time. And you knew, like, it's not I mean, happening. I mean, you
3: just saw us too. in the pads and hung uh, your head and
0: went, no. And, Can uh, I
3: say
1: in your defense, like, I feel like you did everything you could
0: have. Well, like, but, but you don't want to force anybody. Listen, you guys picked up other interests right about the time yeah, that that, that was going on. Uh, no, <laughs> things like, well, those blasted video games that yeah. I told you you'd never find a job where they paid you to play video games. Yeah, one of and, us didn't.
2: Um, so, <laughs> so it was on point.
0: Bird. I also, I think, I also discourage you that wow, finding a job in professional theater is yep. really tough. Yeah, two of so us my didn't. Know that. your record is zero for zero. Yeah, why do you have me plan. on an advice podcast? I'm when the I, worst. When
1: I was, in here's when I knew I wasn't going to play sports professionally. I was uh, the catcher, which was a, a job I was actually pretty good at mm-hmm. because all you had to do was catch the ball, and I could do that. The coach did say, and I think that'll. Well, back me up here. The coach did say I was very good at keeping my eye on the ball. He did say you were good at keeping my eye He said, this is.
2: kid gets in the way of a lot of balls. <laughs> he takes a lot
0: of shots uh, of the
1: melon. This, that, that's probably just something they tell fat kids. But I was the catcher, and I was walking back to the plate to begin an inning of baseball, and uh, a mother in the stands yelled out at me.
3: What do you mean? <laughs> it was the, I mean, she was five feet away from me. Get the lead out, RoboCop!
0: <laughs> so cool. There's such a nurturing atmosphere in Little League Baseball. So, Oh, man. And it's what's,
1: what makes me sad is that I had to be A, 12, and be the target of it. Because if 33-year-old me had been next to that woman, I would have blacked out from laughing at 12-year-old me so
0: hard. <laughs> I, let know. me let me real quickly tell you the greatest sports story of the three of you, and uh, I Travis. I hope you don't mind me telling them about your is, little league career. If this is schmaltzy, don't. don't. It, no, it's not schmaltzy. It's I, inspiring. It's like no. Rocky. Ooh, ooh, drop well, it. All right, let me start here. He went his whole first season. Ooh without getting a single hit.
2: No, I know this story, don't. It
0: seems impossible, Dad. It seems impossible, but it's true. You would think
2: you would Jesus. accidentally connect these That's two objects problem. in no. physical I, space. I don't even know if you had... why
0: not why didn't they cut me, you think? Broken clock so t- right twice a year. Comes back for think. the second season, goes through the whole season without a hit again. Mm-hmm.
3: Last just game. Just in case any uh, scouts are listening, I like, am <laughs>
0: still available. He was an incredible dun, pitcher, dun, dun, though. Dun, 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 last game of the dun, dun, season. Dun, 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 the last at bat. Uh, there are already two outs. Travis is on deck, so he's probably not going to get to hit. He was going to go. And the kid gets a base hit. The, the the
1: other players on the team started putting their jerseys Travis, on
0: the coaches, <laughs> The coach is Five
1: like,
3: oh, of Please them. Please take them them him out, coach. Just
2: keep putting him up there until something happens six hours Travis, later. Like, Travis I don't goes,
0: know. I'm pretty hungry. Travis, can we go home? Travis goes to the plate. Swings the bat. Hits a little dribbler down the third baseline. I don't think I went three feet. He legged it out to first base and the crowd went <laughs> nuts because they all were rooting for him. I mean, they they carried signed the ball. On their shoulders. They gave him the game ball. He took it home and lost it in his room. Oh. So, Travis there you would go. have
1: been, if, if this had been tw- uh, 20 years later, Travis would have been an inspiring
0: viral video. <laughs> yeah. Sh- yeah, Sean Astin would have played him. Well, Cuba Gooding Jr. would have played him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: radio jokes. Um. Uh. Was there a
2: question? Oh, how, how old is a good age to attend WWE wrestling school? I think, perfect. 15 Next is perfect. Next question. Yeah,
1: sound. When the outliers say that you need to start, I mean, the earlier the better, right?
3: I mean, in China, they start them at, like, three years old in WWE school. Yeah.
1: I've been an avid retro game collector for several years now. I've collected several highly collective... collectible? Or I bet they would know better than me. I've collected s- several rare games, let's say that, over the years, like Earthbound, Chrono Trigger, and all of the Final Fantasy and Mega Man games. I've had them for a while now, and I'm wondering if I should sell them and use the money for more important things. Yes, I love those <laughs> games and have played them all, but nowadays I never have time to play them. So what should I do? Sell them or hang on to my childhood just a little bit
3: longer? And that's mm. from Thanks, Confused Gamer. I. I have a question about this and it comes from a place of ignorance if you can believe it. What? Do all video games appreciate and value? Yes.
2: Do uh, they really? Yeah, to a to a degree if you want to find like a man, especially if you have the boxes and instruction manuals, you can get mm-hmm. like 60, I wouldn't say 70, they continue
1: bucks. to collect value but I, I think level out after a while, right? I
2: mean, I think there's certain there's certain games that are that I think are still sort of going up in price. If you have Earthbound, like a, a pretty mint copy of that, that is going to be worth like a, a shit ton of money. Yeah.
3: yeah. Um, that's so that's, true. that's my question. If he holds on to these, are they or she, keep...
2: if someone, if this person holds on to these for an extended period of time... I mean, like... if you want me to get like super nerdy technical on you, like the batteries inside of the the save units inside of these cartridges are going bad. Like every year, like they're becoming more and more rare. Like eventually they're going to be so rare. You could sell these to a goddamn museum for a, a bunch of money. Like, yeah, it's yeah, definitely for real. I, but
1: I would say that if there are ones that are special to you, uh, Hold on to them, but you can't count on a market being there for these things in 30 years. I mean, Dad, you can speak to this a little. Oh, bit. God, co- yes. You
0: collected comics, or, ha- you know, you're an avid comic reader and collector, I should say. I have 70,000 comic books in a storage building, which I've always promised will be you guys' inheritance. Yeah, boy, I can't wait to sell all those. And now the back, I- to wipe my butt with. back. Well, you might as well, <laughs> because back issues of comics, <laughs> right now, they are just in the toilet. So, uh, I may go ahead and sell your inheritance as it is and distribute the cash evenly. That's great. Yeah. I really didn't want to wait on that anyway.
2: Yeah. Well,
3: I mean, I, I don't want to wait another three years, three, four, for me to die. <laughs> yeah,
2: tops. <laughs> great, <laughs> great. Groups. Now that,
1: now the dad has become the dad blasted. Now I am the blastee.
2: <laughs> Um I will say, I actually I did this when I was in college because uh, after I moved out, I didn't have a computer, and I mean, you kind of need one you kind of need a computer if you're going to, like, do college. So I, I sold, like, man, dozens and dozens and dozens of games I've been holding on to since I was a kid. And, like, I recognize now that I kind of needed to do that because I needed that thing. But, um, boy, howdy, I, I regret it a lot. Like, I, w- I definitely still wish I had those things. I think here's, here's the issue. If you are coming at it in the, like, mindset of these being um, fungible properties, then it's going to sort of you're sort of going to make that decision for yourself eventually, once it reaches like a price point that you want, like once it reaches 20,000 bucks, like, yeah, I'm going to hawk all these things. Um, I think you, you, you if you, they, if they mean something to you, then you should be thinking of them as like, this is a thing that I'm going to want, you know, 10 years from now. This is a thing I like having on a shelf. This is a thing that I like being like a collector of. Cause I don't, I don't really collect anything you know, and I, I, I don't know I, i'm no. finding myself wishing that i did
1: the older i get the more i like feel the need like i don't attach that sort of value to things like i i used to think that a lot like you know i i might want this in five years i might want to use this at some point but the lo- the older i get now the more like uh joy and pleasure i get out of just divesting myself of things that I attach a lot of value to. It sounds like monastic, but it's sure, really but not, like Sure,
2: but, like, you've, you've got a kid on the way. You've got a bun in, in your oven. Well, not your oven. What? <laughs> right, Dad, I meant to tell you earlier.
0: I'll be dipped.
2: Um, <laughs> you've got a bun, so, like, you don't want to introduce that bun to Night Trap in a few years after it comes out and makes its debut?
1: I have one game uh, that is within eyesight. Dad, if you could just tell me what game that is right that there. That game is Night Trap? Yeah. Okay, so, so you've got
2: it on the—you've got it ready You've gotta, if money. you could, for the I, Sega CD 32X, yeah,
3: good luck he's playing He's actually that. already got the Sega CD warming up, but that's only because it <laughs> yeah. takes three months. Yeah, well, so,
1: let me, And let that me, one, that copy signed by Tom Zito, so oh my, God. my dick, by the let
0: way. Let me call you on this thing, let me ask you this, because I've been with you when you have bought... Retro games. Yes. and I mean, I remember when we went to Chicago that time to do the live podcast. Yes, absolutely. We found a great store and you bought some stuff. Do you buy them, and you can answer this too, Griffey, do you buy them and keep them for aesthetic value, for nostalgic value, or do you actually replay them? Uh, Well, the thing with video games is that a lot of, uh, pretty much
1: all, I would say, Games you can find and download now sure. I mean which I don't feel any guilt about if I own them I you know, it's 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 harder to find working hardware than it is to right, you know to to download them um, I li- I have a very specific Collection that I one might call I'm it sh- a fetish Let's not go crazy here. I'm just trying to collect all the FMV Sega CD games. It's like not a big deal By the way our uh, mailing address is P.O. Box 54, Honey to West Virginia 25706 (laughs) if you ever want to just shoot one my way But uh, uh, I I keep that very specific collection because it brings me joy I wouldn't want to sell them right uh, ever. I
0: just like but you don't replay them. No, I mean not usually Well
2: because they're very bad games Yes, because they're yeah, well, atrocious. Because across the board, they're very bad No, it bad would
1: not games. make me happy to play, I have played some of them,
0: yes, but I just like having them. Well, so instead of making the analogy to my comic book collection, I think a better one would be to my VHS tape collection. Oh my god,
3: yes. you are- You and let's be clear, you're recorded off of TV, VHS. Onto VHS yeah, tapes exactly. that you came up with-
2: VHS tapes you bought. With your you're own insane. card catalog, your own goddamn Dewey Decimal System, like I some did. sort of
0: serial killer. Over 1,400... Our dad is
2: the yellow king
0: of VHS tapes. VHS tapes. tapes. And where, uh, do you remember how they ended up? No, dad. Ended in that big dumpster in front of 1107 when we four cleaned out the house. Which our neighbors feel, our neighbors enjoyed some of those tapes of memory
2: did,
1: did that feel... How did
0: you feel? Did that make you feel sad? Or did, like... It, it. There was a big part of me that said, why did I waste all that time? But you had fun doing it. I had fun doing it. But at the same time, I thought about, you know, if I paid two bucks, two bucks a tape... It was almost three thousand dollars. Delicious. Mm, great. That you know that I, I could have used to put you guys through good schools. And it <laughs> just you know <laughs> those
1: great one thousand dollar per uh, tuition.
0: But oh, now if but only now, we had each had an extra two hundred and fifty dollars a year. Don't you we think? Could there's really an, bumped it up. Don't you think it's similar to people buying up? Blu-rays and, and DVDs and now everything is online and streaming and... I mean, that's the thing of it, right? Like, if you're... Uh, I mean, the value
1: for these the these media is always going to be in flux. It's sure. always going to be...
2: I think it's... <clears throat> you have to think of collection not as, like, an investment, but a hobby. Because, like, that's, that's my thing. And I, I get this way about certain things. Like, if I go to a record store and, like, I find... I have, like, certain... I don't even own a record player. I just like having these giant forms of the music that I already own digitally. It's it's a bit novel, but I, I just kind of like having that stuff. So I have these yeah. like albums in mind that if I ever see at a record store, I would be very, very, very excited that I found them. I think the thrill is in the acquisition, not in the just like having this stuff.
0: Well, then that answers this guy's question. If he gets pleasure out of owning these games, it, whether it's uh, an actual pleasure playing them or whatever or just looking at them. If he gets actual pleasure out of them, fine. If he's collecting these to make a bundle, make a bunch of money, yeah, no, don't do it. You're just, in the wrong... Too. Just sell
1: them off. If you don't want them, keep the ones that make you happy and get rid of the rest of them because, because life's here's the too thing. short. If
3: you're thinking of selling them because you're not playing them now, you, I would dread the day where it's like five years from now and you go, man, I'd love to play Chrono Trigger. Oh, I sold it. And but I, you can. Like, like the, all this stuff is, like, But not his. But, like, not the one that he owns. I completely get uh-huh. this because in this day and age, I still will buy movies I love. I still will buy, you know, DVDs and books that I love. Even if I can watch them on Netflix or listen to them on Audible, I'll still buy the copy. Because I love them and I want, to own, I want it to be mine. Like Mac and me. No, not like Matt. God. Oh, you love that movie? I never love that movie. You keep your you filthy lives in your Mac mouth. you me. No. <laughs> you go burn yourself. Lie, lie,
1: lie. I I am a single father expecting to adopt my second child in May. Congratulations. Uh, I'm a big fan of old-fashioned names and I've always been particularly enamored with the name Benedict. I didn't name my first son Benedict because it was the name of the pope at the time. <laughs> But even though he's no longer on the throne, <laughs> the Iron uh, Throne, <laughs> the Iron Pope Throne, uh, there is a new reigning Benedict Cumberbatch.
2: I've never if heard of him.
1: My next child is Benedict. male. Can I name him Benedict, or will everyone assume this is some part of the Cumberbatch mania that's gripping the nation? Will it matter in a few years when presumably Cumberbatch Star will have faded? That will never happen. Or am I setting up my son for a lifetime of comparisons to the angular heart? For <laughs>
3: <laughs> Expecting a good
0: word. Go with pious. I know Benedict Cumberbatch, sir, yeah. and you are uh, no Benedict Cumberbatch. Hey, if you got stones, name your kid Cumberbatch. Yeah. yeah.
2: There you go. Or name yeah. your kid Benedict. Benedict, Benedict Benedict. i never heard of him. Benedict Cumberbatch. Just start throwing <laughs> Benid- shit in there. Bernard- 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 de Kirkenich. <laughs> they
1: cheeky and John Travolta, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, good timing, Dad. To be on the show, topical humor. This
2: this episode will be deployed in like a couple weeks when people will have forgotten about that and John Travolta in general. Wait,
0: <laughs> it, when you're naming a kid, it is the toughest part of parenting because you are basically assigning them their fate. You for are the rest putting English lives. on the ball like a hundred years in the past. And and if you pick Benedict, I guarantee you six out of every ten boys in their school will be named Benedict.
1: Wow, or that's, po- that's possible. I've
0: done the science. Ten, that name ten out of every heat. ten
2: boys will realize that that name has Dick in it somewhere, and they will <laughs> find that weakness, and they will exploit <laughs> oh, me, it on I'm, an hourly I'm, basis. I'm,
3: I'm Benny. It's a
0: pleasure Hi, to ben.
2: meet you. Hi, I'm Ben. What's that short for? Nothing. Nothing. It's Nothing fine. at all. Are you sure? Let me see your social security card that you have, yeah. six-year-old
0: ghost. Try going through life with the name Clint and see what they can do with that one. I'd or just rather. like
2: Clinton and Emil McElroy.
0: Yeah, the Emil is, the, but that, now that's classy. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Emil's a classy Did man. you ever go by that in school? Like, hi,
0: I'm Emil. No, I tried to tell him it was Emil. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, like I was some Greek shipping magnet or something.
2: <laughs> well, no, I am Emil. Um, Justin, have you and Sid locked down names for your bib? Yep. Have you thought about the jackal?
1: <laughs> we're close. I feel like we're close. I feel like there's still a possibility that something about the kid's visage when it finally comes out will just like, like grab me. Just like. Have you this, thought about the jackal? Is, this is a randy. Have you thought about the <laughs> milkman? Can
2: we back up and have Justin explain <laughs> what a randy looks like? Just like
1: he comes out and he's like, "Hey,
2: hey, it, dog, hey, dog, up, how's, you down down to hang? <laughs> how's it
1: going? I'm Randy." <laughs> <laughs> you cool? Are you cool, dad? You Hello, home? new dad. You seem you to be, home? like, kind of spaced out by, like, the miracles of life and the universe and what you created, but I got a uh, different question for you. Are you cool? Are you, are you cool to hang Are you a, hey, Are
2: you a cop? <laughs>
0: you, you have to be me, me. me. How many Justins were in your, your circle? Were there a lit? lot?
1: Without exaggeration, there were probably, in, in my class of 30, there were almost at least three.
3: Travis? Um... Not until middle school. and Then there was one other one.
2: Okay. How about you? Ditto? Do you even need to? Do you even need to ask? Yeah, I fine. feel like by the time I came around, you're like, yeah, let's just name him uh, Albatross. Can or we name our son we,
0: Minotaur? Or we worked harder to give you a unique name, <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Griffin? Real quick, do you think Albatross is a made-up animal? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Did you
0: have this Albatross! debate with somebody recently? Half, uh, half Jessica Alba, and half Ross from Friends. It. It's a beautiful animal. So
1: Majestic. Uh Look at that I, I mean I, you gotta here's the thing about it. There there was actually a, a uh, there was a great documentary about this on SNL <laughs> starring uh Nick Cage. And it was about how no matter what you named your kid, there's going to be some sort of a uh, uh, negative thing that people can attach yeah. to it, some sort of way to goof on them. I think the reason it's scary, the reason it seems so sort of daunting, is because it's so permanent. Like there's there, it is your solely your choice, and uh, there it's something the kids stuck with for life, presumably, unless they want to change it. They're right, but don't let that spook you. There's always going to be something that they can come up with,
3: especially if it's a name you like, like if it, if it means something to you and you and you enjoy it like it's one thing if it's just kind of a casual, like I threw a dart at a piece of paper and I came up with Benedict. But if it's something that like means something to you and it's the name you've decided on, don't, don't let nothing scare you off.
2: And also just read newspapers and where they talk about celebrities having babies and realize that it is actually impossible to name your child something that nobody else. It's like what Einstein said. Nobody's had a thought that hasn't already been had already. Um, there's not a possible. It's impossible. You can't think of a name that someone who has too much money hasn't given their child, who is probably going because to be set for life anyways.
3: As is now, if it weren't for Cumberbatch, you would name your kid Benedict, and then once the kids had taken American History, everyone would go like Benedict
2: Arnold. No, you're what, thinking are you, some kind of traitor. You're thinking inside the box, Travis. I th- I'm saying like if you name your kid Lettuce, then it's gonna be like, oh, uh, yeah, that's what uh, that's what Sandra Bullock named her latest. Is lettuce?
0: <laughs> okay, wait a minute, though. <laughs> I gotta call you on this. Yeah, you could feel free to. Oh yeah, name your child. But, but I'm sorry. There are some names. You name your kid Poindexter, they're they're ground chuck by the time. They no, get no, into
3: no, no, Dad. Look at it this way. You name a kid Poindexter, and he turns up to be like a nerdy type of person. And the boys say, "Hey, Poindexter," and he's like, "What? What?
2: Yeah, <laughs> You're like, uh, well, <laughs> Dad? Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. You sound like my uh, Dad. Head
3: explodes. Sweet. Sorry.
1: I, you know, I think you name a kid Poindexter, they're gonna grow up horde. They're going to grow real hard, and they're going to go through school, taking those beatings, and they're going to come back for you. Hi, my name's Poindexter. It'll you know, all
0: settle It'll all settle down. It'll establish itself that your kids are going to be called what they're going to be called. And by the time you get to college, because I see it every day when I teach at Marshall, this semester I had a girl, and I go through the role, and I tell them the first of the semester, if, if there's something else you would rather be called, like a nickname, tell me now so I can call it. So I'm going to blah, 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 and I get to, I'm not going to say the last name, but her first name was Brenda, and she said Jacqueline. Mm -hmm.
1: Jacqueline? Wait. What? Jacqueline. I
0: said, is that your middle name? You know, like any parent would go with Brenda, Jacqueline. She goes, no, that's just what I'm being called. Is that like Jacqueline? Oh, no, it's like Jacqueline.
1: (laughs) No, when Uh, you clean a Jacques. that's That's like when I try to get uh, people call me Dong Slayer. <laughs> I never really got
2: there either. Oh, there's an idea. Can you just call your kid, like, Dick Butt? And then, like, they're going to get it. They're going to get it real hard. And they're going to get it all the way through elementary school. But I think by the time they hit middle school, I think if you're going to have a goal, it should be to give this kid as much torment as they can possibly stomach so that they're used to it by middle school. Because, man, are they going to need some help.
3: Well, and them. then you it's, get a
0: new
2: transfer in and he's
3: like, what's your name, Dick Butt? And everyone's like, yeah, man, listen. listen it.
0: Yeah, it's Dick Butt. Right. It's the Boy Named Sue theory.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Dickbutt's actually really cool. Could you, like, chill out? <laughs> <laughs> leave Dickbutt alone. Can you leave Dickbutt hey, alone? he's
3: class president,
2: so... He's class president and class treasurer, because he's good with money, and he's really smart and popular. His name Never is Dickbutt. Can Bud. you can go to a school him. of eight people? Why don't you calm down?
1: Why don't you just <laughs> chill out a little bit, okay, buddy? Uh, okay, so I guess we're done. This is uh I dad this has been a lot of fun. I don't know why Travis doesn't like talking to you anymore. I don't
0: know. I it it
3: it it's just is a legal thing you guys. I
0: cry. I mean they're weeping tears every night. Why I have to doesn't be careful Travis what I call? Cuz every about-
3: time I talk to dad, he talks about that stupid baseball story. fucking
1: <laughs> 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 If, if uh, I can take a serious moment, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for supporting our show. Uh it really does mean the world to us. It helps us continue to make time in our schedules to to make it and uh the fact that all of you appreciate it so much uh it it really does mean a lot so thank you so much for well, you're welcome
0: supporting our
2: network <laughs> Dad, yeah, I, was that was glad, you, I was glad to be here Dad, did you ever think that that your your three offsprings would have this sort of global clout that the three of us possess that we can get um well let's just call them suckers to give us money on a on a monthly basis just to hear us talk
0: uh, no, I thought you'd be like me and do it for no money at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but thank you
1: so much. Uh, really appreciate it. You're the best. Keep uh, keep on donating and keep listening. Keep on we'll living. Keep, all of our keep heroes are ourselves and listen, hey, if in the future. You, if you
3: like this episode, tell your friends. Say, hey, you should donate so you can listen to this episode, too. Yeah. Or even if you didn't like this episode, I totally get it. I was really phoning it in. <laughs> but still, tell your friends.
1: Uh, and then you can
0: hang it on me if yeah. you hated it.
1: Oh, by the way, you can uh, follow our dad on Twitter if you want to. His uh, hashtag, his his thing is doc curm, uh It's short for doc curmudgeon, but it's just doc curm. So D O C C U R M. And you can follow dad there on uh, Twitter.
0: And I've never had a plug before. This is a plug. And I'll be at Ha Comedy Club on <laughs> April seventeenth. That'll be a
1: banana red ha. <laughs>
0: That's a great booking.
1: Uh, and make sure you tell people to donate and, and tell them, and, uh, tell them to, to listen to this episode and don't share with anybody who didn't fucking pay to hear it, please, for once. I doubt will break your and, fingers. I doubt I'll kill you. Uh, he has anyway. a
2: specific set of skills that have to do with Finger breaking. He breaks your fingers until you die from it. Um, dad, thank you so much for
1: joining us. I, it's my pleasure. Anytime. Y-
2: y'all want that uh, Yahoo?
1: Give me that last one. Is that last
2: drop? Uh, it's from Yahoo. Uh, it's sent in by Josh Papal. Papaya. Thanks, Josh. Sorry about that. It's by Yahoo Answers user dropping sugar plums, who asks, "How do I raise awareness about spiders?"
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Justin McElroy.
2: I'm Travis McElroy. <laughs> I'm Griffin McElroy.
1: I'm Clint McElroy. And this has been my brother, my brother, and me. Kiss your dad. Oh, do it. Square the lips. Do it. Roach.
2: Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it.
0: Kiss him. Kiss him. Do it for really- the show. Mm-hmm.
2: Right. Oh God! Oh, that was what flavor is that chapstick? How was it? You, that was all right. I was asking Justin.
0: Was there chemistry? I no. <laughs> I, I'm going As <laughs> soon as I'm driving home, I'm gonna send him a text <laughs> that I don't thanks, see but him no again. thanks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys.